Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Balance Fit and Free podcast. It's Ray Ann, your host, and I am excited to be here today. I look forward to recording days every week because it's just really fun to share information with you. And I got to tell you, it's fun to come up with topics, but sometimes I feel a little stuck. Like there's almost too many things I want to talk about. And then sometimes none of it seems important. So anyway, sometimes I am inspired when I look through Instagram or Facebook or listen to podcasts and I'll hear a topic or just even see a title and think, hmm, I think I want to talk about that. So anyway, this week I want to talk a little bit about Um, something called survival mode. Okay. And you probably just by the name of it know what that is, but we're going to discuss it a little bit more today, like what it is, why I want to talk about it, you know, why it's not good to be in this state and seven signs that you might have it. And then I'm going to give you five tips on how to help it or to get over it. So I was just scrolling through Instagram uh, yesterday, actually, and I saw a reel that said seven signs you're living in survival mode. And I just knew immediately that I wanted to talk about it. So thank you to Amanda on the rise for the idea. That is the girl who posted this. Anyway, I also wanted to talk about it because I see it a lot. I see it a lot with my clients. I see a lot of people that just come to the gym that I work at. I see it in my family and I personally see it in myself. And really I can see it when I look back at how much I lived through it. So first, I think it's important to talk about what survival mode really is. When we experience stress, a sequence of hormonal changes and physiological responses actually occur in our body that allow us to respond okay, to whatever the stress is, by preparing us for fight, flight, or freeze. Our body gets flooded with stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol and a few others that create a physical response. So you may get shaky or feel your heart flutter or race or even get kind of like a tunnel vision. And I just mentioned the fight, flight, or freeze modes. When we're in survival mode, we rely on the methods of fight, flight, and freeze to deal with our stress. And I'm sure you've heard of that before. So just quick, quick um, explanation of what they are. The fight mode is you want to fight back or be active in protecting yourself or others. Okay, so it could be something like just arguing with somebody, you know, like arguing your point. Um, You might get frustrated and you might find that your tolerance levels are lower in this mode. It also could mean a fight mode, like literally protecting yourself if something were maybe to jump out at you or somebody were to 
um, attack you, for example, then, you know, you'll go into, hopefully you'll go into fight mode. Then there's flight mode. And this is where you want to get away from a situation or avoid it. So you might feel overwhelmed and need to leave a room, for example, um, or maybe you're feeling anxious. And so you just want to stop doing whatever you're doing or leave. Okay. You might avoid the news and, or people. Okay. When you need time alone. And then there's the freeze mode. Okay. So you may find that you're not sure what to do. Okay. You're unsure of yourself or your decisions. You could have anxious thoughts that may be overwhelming and you might feel numb or just totally confused. People in freeze mode take longer to respond and seem not really to care about a situation when really maybe they're just unsure and trying to figure out what to do. Now, I have a short little example from something that I just recently experienced about a week and a half ago. There was a bear spotted right in my neighborhood one morning, like like right in my neighborhood. And it was actually quite exciting. I thought it was very cool. And I was kind of hoping that I would get to see it, like, you know, in person, but maybe from afar. <laughs> anyway, a couple of days after I saw the picture of the bear in the neighborhood, I decided to go for a walk on this new trail that kind of runs behind our neighborhood. And even though it's right outside of a neighborhood, it still feels pretty secluded. And as I was walking along, I was enjoying the walk, looking around. I suddenly remembered that there was a bear on the loose near here. And at that exact moment, I heard a big splash from the creek that was beside me. And I instantly thought, oh, shit, bear. But fortunately, it was not a bear. Instead, it was a deer that I had spooked and it was jumping out of the water and running away. However, my body had already responded to the perceived danger that I just went through that I thought a bear was jumping at me through the water. I felt my heart kind of like skip a beat and then start racing quickly. And I got that instant like shaky energy in my legs and kind of like a numbness feeling in my arms. And I was ready to run and I was ready to run fast. This is the flight response, right? But also it could be fight the fight mode as well, because I was ready. I was ready to like protect myself. I didn't know how. In fact, I was like, maybe I just need to go home (laughs) because I don't want to be attacked by a bear. Anyway, I was ready to react. I was ready to fight. I was ready to run. I was just ready to survive. And it took several minutes though, like after this happened when I realized I was totally fine, but it took several minutes before I calmed down and got rid of that adrenaline rush that took over my body. So do you know what I'm talking about? Like you get this like startle, this scare, and you get this reaction in your body. And sometimes it's like you feel this like jittery shakiness for a little while after until those hormones are able to, you know, go do something, be productive in your body. So I continued to walk because that helped take care of it. So even though most of us are not in immediate danger of being attacked by a bear, thank goodness, we do have other experiences happening in our life that are creating a similar stress response in our body. Things like deadlines for work, relationship troubles, uh, maybe divorce or separation, parenting challenges, dealing with social anxieties, having aging parents to take care of, financial troubles, career challenges, and so on. Many of these examples create the same response as a bear coming at you. 
but they're ongoing and many people experience them over and over. And it's good that our body responds to the stress like it should, but going through these emotions for too long and too often is unsustainable and can leave us feeling disconnected, exhausted, and just detached from our life. This does not lead to a happy and healthy lifestyle. So many people are just used to it. They're used to living in survival mode and they just live their life by going through the motions, you know, they're just getting shit done. But through this, they're not really getting to experience a quality lifestyle. So this is part of the danger of being in survival mode. So here are seven signs. Okay, that you may be in survival mode. So it could be one or all of these or a couple of them. Okay, so the first one is when you feel like everything seems urgent. Okay, for example, you pull up your email and get total anxiety because you have to answer all of the emails and each one seems just as important and urgent as the next. You may feel totally overwhelmed and anxious like you just can't do it all and it makes you frustrated and in a bad mood. My husband is currently in this mode. (laughs) Um, We just got back from a quick vacation and he's so backed up at work that he's just flinging through his day, putting out fires, and he's just not very pleasant to be around when he's like that. (laughs) And nobody is, so it's hard, hard to blame him. The second sign is that no day feels like a good day right? Like you just may feel like you're spinning through life and no day feels good. It's just like the same thing over and over, just trying to survive. You may look forward to Saturday or Friday night each week or Sunday, whatever your day is, so that you can drink to numb how you're feeling. Okay. Some people drink alcohol to numb. Some people eat food to numb. And some people just, um, you know, do whatever they need to do to numb the feeling. The third sign is that you are very reactive or biting everyone's head off, okay? So when you're totally stressed out and living in survival mode, you feel like crap, right? And anything and everyone can make you react harshly, even when they don't mean to. I remember when I used to just snap at everyone around me when I was feeling super stressed out. I'm much better at it now, but there are days that it happens. Nobody's perfect, right? When I had my fitness studio, I, you know, I thought it was going to be so great and I was just going to be so happy every day, but nope, really I was constantly living in survival mode, trying to please everyone, trying to do everything myself. This was not good for the people that I love the most. I promise you that. The fourth sign may be that nothing feels good enough, right? You try hard and yet nothing is quite right or good enough. You work hard, you please everyone, yet you still feel unfulfilled and like nothing you do is good enough. Okay. Do you ever feel like that? The fifth sign is you wake up feeling stressed, not rested. You may wake up and immediately think about maybe an email or a comment you received and go straight into action or straight into a state of anxiety. Okay. That is a definite sign that you're in survival mode. The sixth sign of survival mode is that you might zone out often. You know what I'm talking? Like when you're totally wired or stressed out from living in survival mode, you will not be able to function quite as well. So think about it. You're exhausted. You're going through the motions of life and you're constantly feeling negative energy. 
this will certainly create moments of zoning out or spacing out. This is definitely an example of freeze mode, by the way. Okay. And then the seventh sign that you might be living in survival mode is that you're always tired. Okay. This could also be like a nutrition deficit uh, deficiency or, you know, something else. But if you're always tired, it could be that you're not getting enough sleep. And why are you not getting enough sleep? Well, it could be because you're in survival mode. Okay. There's a good chance that this is exactly what's happening with you. All right. So those are seven symptoms or signs that you might have, um, you know, a problem with survival mode. A frequent stress response and overexposure to stress response hormones can totally take a toll on your body, can take a toll on your emotional health and impact your relationships. It can lead to a number of medical issues and increase your risk for anxiety and depression. And all of that right there can lead to overeating, drinking too much alcohol or eating too much sugar and avoiding exercise, which is all a recipe for, guess what? More anxiety, more stress, more survival mode. It's like this cycle that just continues and continues and continues until you do something about it, right? So what can you do then to get out of survival mode? Well, the first thing is, you got to breathe and acknowledge and recognize that you're in survival mode. Awareness in all things is the first step to finding a solution. Okay. If you can't acknowledge it and accept it and notice it at all, then there's no way you're going to fix it. Okay. So always, always, always awareness first. The second thing you can do is delegate Okay, delegate, 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 or get help with your daily tasks. Get someone else to help you, okay, with your dishes, with the laundry, with your work tasks, okay? It's okay to not be able to do everything by yourself. You don't have to be a superwoman or a superman. It's okay to ask for help. And, you know, ask your spouse, like at home, like maybe help each other get some of the chores done or ask your kids to help or hire a housekeeper. Okay. Nobody ever wants to spend money on anything, but spending money on a housekeeper might be the first thing to save your sanity. Okay. And get you out of survival mode. Because if you can just get rid of some of your tasks, then you can focus on what's more important. Okay. The third thing you can do is, well, this is a big one. Take care of yourself. Okay. Exercise, stretch, try meditation, go for a walk. Okay. Take a day off once in a while, get a massage, take a nap once in a while, eat healthy foods, go to bed earlier. Okay. Have fun. Take care of yourself. Okay. That is why we're alive, right? Like we want to have a good life. And so we have to take care of ourselves, good quality care of ourselves so that we can continue to do the good things in life. The fourth thing you can do is relax your expectations for yourself and for others. Okay. When we expect unrealistic things from, you know, ourselves, then we're just going to be disappointed and feel like we need to do more if we're not always hitting those expectations. Okay. So how about just trying to relax a little bit, relax and be okay with where you're at now. Okay, we put so much pressure on ourselves and so much pressure on others that we end up being disappointed a lot. Okay, and that puts us in survival mode, making us think we have to do more and accomplish more. 
In fact, um, episode 69 was radical acceptance. If you haven't listened to that one, then listen to that one because it's kind of about that. It's about, you know, accepting where you are and accepting those around you and accepting what you can and can't control. So that would be a good one to help you with survival mode as well. And then my fifth tip to help you, um, you know, work on survival mode is get a coach to help you navigate your current situation and create a better path for your health and happiness. So it can be really hard to do alone and hiring a coach to help you can be absolutely priceless. You know, we have friends and we have family and spouses and sisters and brothers that want to help you, but there's nothing better than having an objective point of view and somebody who is solely focused on you. And it's so great having the accountability and just somebody to talk to and it makes you feel so much better to know somebody's on your side. And hey, I happen to know a pretty cool coach if you need one. Just saying. All right. So next time that you find yourself feeling like you're going to explode or bite somebody's head off, take a moment to ask yourself if you are in survival mode and if it's serving your happiness or not. If you're really suffering, be sure to follow my tips. Okay. They're easy. Breathe, you know, just slow down and breathe. Delegate tasks, move your body, take a nap, eat a nutritious meal, give yourself a break. Come on, give yourself a break and consider getting a coach to help you. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you guys for being here. And as always, I truly, truly appreciate your feedback, your ratings, and your reviews. If you could do that, I would so, so appreciate it. And I will catch you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.